Welcome to the Mindful Mama Talks podcast. My name is Chels and I am here to help inspire mamas to live mindfully, laugh often, and thrive naturally, all while raising children with ease and flow, shaping this future generation to come. Grab a warm drink and let's dive in. Okay, we're ready. Welcome right. to the Mindful Mama Collective and the Mindful Mama Talks, and my name is Chelsea. We are super excited to chat with you guys today all about rest, um, but I'll do a little intro, and then Kristen and then Rebecca can take it away on her topic. Um, my name is Chelsea. I am a mom of two, but I've had three pregnancies. I'm a health and mindset coach, um, a doTERRA wellness advocate, a doula, a pre and postnatal yoga teacher, and all things. <laughs> But my mission is to help moms um, live the best life and to do everything that they are meant to do on this earth and within this lifetime. Kristen, take it away. Awesome. Thanks, Chels. Hi, uh, I'm Kristen. I'm a personal trainer and powerlifter and bodybuilder and coach, uh, mom of one crazy boy and all the things. My goal is to help busy professionals make time for themselves to be healthy and happy and strong so they can be the best versions of themselves. And with that, Rebecca, take it away. Hello, lady. My name is Rebecca, and I help busy women find their calm so they can live a life of intention. Uh, we're going to talk about rest today. And if, I mean, if you're a mom, well, there's often this joke that, you know, I don't want to sleep as well as my baby. I want to sleep as well as my husband or, you know, the, the stereotypical mom bun latte kind of drool down the side of the face, you know, like we're, we're so often exhausted and, you know, when people say, oh, we'll sleep when the baby sleeps or, you know, there's all these different like stereotypical things that people say, um, when moms are tired. And I mean, with, I think I read a stat today, something like 70% of millennials have said that they've already been burnt out one time in their life. Have either of you kind of felt burnt out or just felt exhausted at some point in your life already? Absolutely. Yeah. Can you guys hear my kids in the background? This is momming. It's all good. <laughs> We're all moms. We all get it. Oh my goodness. This is the life of a homeschool mom. But anyway, so like 70% of people our age, and I mean, I'm, I'm turning 30 this year, have already been burnt out. And I think it's this, especially as a mom, I felt this push to be this awesome present mom, but also that push to be that career woman and build a business and make sure I have a kick-ass body. So my husband loves, likes looking at me, you know, like there's all these things that are getting thrown at us. And all of it, if we try to do all of it, and it's just exhausting. It's totally exhausting to be who other people tell you you should be or to be like the uh, Instagram mom, which is, you know, I'm constantly comparing myself to other people online, which is not healthy or accurate. Um, and so about two years ago now, I started going, okay, this isn't working. This like trying to have a business, trying to be a mom. I was starting to homeschool at the time. It's just not working. And um, as a Christian, one of the commandments, like we have 10, they're like the, the rules, I guess, or the commandments. And one of them is actually to rest. 
I can open the big package after mommy's done her Zoom call. So one of them is actually to rest. So like we have these rules for how to live well or these recommendations and one of them is to rest. And I just thought that's so interesting that like something that you would think would come naturally to us is a command, like something that's in scripture that's going, hey, you need to do this. And whether you're a person of faith or not, the science tells us that we actually do need to rest. Like our bodies need it. Productivity in companies that um, do four day uh, work weeks instead of five is the same, if not better than ones where there's five days of working. So I think we need to start pushing back on this work hard, hustle, you know, all of this stuff that doesn't allow for rest. Um, so I wanted to hear your definition of rest. Chels, when you think rest, what do you think of? What comes to mind is like self-care, getting good sleep. Like I think the recommendation for sleep is different for every single person's body. So for me, I feel I need more than eight hours. Like that's just me personally. But yeah, the whole idea of rest is like calm, relax, doing something that is calming and restful to your body. To allow yeah, like it to that. heal itself and repair and all the important things that sleep brings our body and all of our functions and systems. Kristen, Kristen, so as like you're in the gym, you're doing all the, you know, the work, but isn't a huge part of your training and like your personal training getting people to rest? Absolutely. Rest is an integral part of fitness because if you don't rest your muscles, they don't recover properly. When you think about when you exercise, you're creating little tiny micro tears in your muscle and those little micro tears heal together to make your muscle bigger and stronger. But if you never give those little micro tears a chance to recover, they're only going to get worse and you're going to break and you're going to get an injury. So absolutely resting is a massive part of the fitness world. And a lot of people actually have this weird warrior mentality where they're like, no rest days, train through the pain, no pain, no gain, rah, rah. And it's ridiculous because those are the people that end up with, oh, this one time I was deadlifting all the weight and I, I threw my back out and now I can't walk anymore, but I used to lift 580,000 pounds. And well, it turns out they can't lift anything anymore because they didn't rest and recover properly. Yeah, exactly. And what would you say your definition of rest is? Tech free. Ooh. Throw in the cell phones. Don't talk to me on cell phones. Don't call me on my cell phone. Don't message me online. Get away from all the technology. Go off to the bush or out to the water or where the cell towers can't reach you. That to me, that is rest. Because really like I could be hiking or fishing or canoeing or doing any of those physical activities. My brain is getting a break. And that's what my body needs more than anything is my brain to rest. Yeah. I love that. It's not just sleep. Hey, like there are so many no. different kinds of rest and the whole um, kind of drive behind what I do at the restorative way is to get people into these patterns of rest, these patterns of, of restoring our bodies. Um, when I looked up the definition of rest at the Oxford Dictionary, it said to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. 
And I thought that's such a great, that like encompasses everything, right? One second. <laughs> the parenting is really coming in, in hard today. Yes, guys, you go ahead, but mommy's on her call right now, so we need to respect the boundary. Okay. We're having a hard time with quiet time today, apparently. <laughs> We're having a hard time resting. <laughs> some days we win and some days we don't. Rest is so much more than just sleeping, but Chelsea, I know you were saying like, there's that recommendation of like eight hours. I think that, um, the average person now sleeps about six hours a night. Um, and before the light bulb was invented, how many hours do you think people slept tonight? I think it's like, however 12. many the sun was down. Exactly. Exactly. The average was like 12 hours of sleep because People were in tune with their circadian, I'm going to say this word wrong, circadian, circadian rhythm. rhythm. They were in tune. They, they listened to their bodies. They listened to nature around them to direct what they were doing. And since we invented the light bulb, it's allowed us to do amazing things. It's given us, you know, we can sit around the table at six o'clock at night and still have dinner with our families um, in the wintertime. So it can be an absolutely great thing, but we've started putting that ahead if you can keep the light on you can just keep working and we stopped paying attention to our bodies and what our bodies need and as i've been exploring this and doing kind of this rest work and this restorative work i've definitely realized how many people have no clue what's going on in their body oh i have a headache so i'm going to take a tylenol I'm feeling really stressed. Maybe I'll go smoke some weed. We've done a lot of, so maybe we know, oh, I have a headache, but we haven't thought, am I sleeping well? Am I eating healthy? There's all these things that we have stopped thinking about when it comes to resting. And, and as I've been studying too, like there's so many articles on this and studies on this. And you guys are interrupting. No, thank you. I'm so sorry, guys. You're going to have to cut that part out, Chelsea. <laughs> um, part of the process, Rebecca. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is the week I get tech to, to work, and then my kids don't, don't let me. Oh. <laughs> you know what, though? That's part of, part of doing this, like, for us, is we're making it work anyway. Kristen, you're sitting at the gym in between appointments. Chelsea, you've got child care today? So that you can be a part of this is that it and then for myself i actually set my day around this so usually my kids are in their room playing quietly it's not working today but that's usually what it is so we're making this a priority because we believe in what we're doing for you moms so um and sometimes the momming still just comes up but what i was saying was that that we actually need rest to be productive i know like as as especially um Oh, Rachel Hollis wrote this book. Oh, what's the name of her book? Do you guys know? I can't remember the title of it now. Um, Girl, Wash Your Face. Yes. Yeah. Girl, Stop and Apologizing. Girl, Stop Apologizing. <laughs> I need to read that one. Um, so she talks a lot about like, keep working hard. Keep, you know, keep going. There's a ton of stuff that tells us to keep going. But I want to say, yeah, work hard but then rest hard too. Um, and, and I mean, as we're all building a business, right? So we can get, I, I could be working on this 24 seven, but it actually wouldn't be good for me. 
I think it's really, really important to yes, work hard, set a goal, go for it, but also go, okay, now my body needs rest. Now I need to sleep. Now I need to go for a walk. Now I need to read a book. I do need to do something that's restoring my soul, my mind, my mental health. Because when we do that, then we work better. We often, you, you make less mistakes when you're not sleep deprived, you have better ideas, um, you're in a better mood. I couldn't believe the difference it made for me to get a good night of sleep and not need a coffee than for me to get a crappy night of sleep and drink a coffee. I was still doing the same things, but not with a good attitude and not as productively. And there are times like my kids have all been awful, awful sleepers. So I was sleep deprived for a very, very long time, like six years. And so I had to learn to do restful things. I had to learn to say no to a lot of things so that I could prioritize rest and doing well. And so Kristen, I wanted to talk about what you were saying about like, get away from your phones. Um, yes. I read a book. Um, I read a lot of books. The, um, I'll, I'll send you the link, but it's about keeping your, about house rhythms and keeping your home like in a rhythm and tidy and organized and all of that stuff. And she said she doesn't take her phone to bed because, you know, Wi-Fi and all of those, you know, waves are messing with your circadian rhythm as well. And the studies on um, blue light, blue light is messing with our sleep. This is a big box was was inside was the guy's power okay but this is not okay he just looks like he needs a great big hug like i just want to pinch those cheeks <laughs> he is normally not this bad i don't know what's going on um, he just wants just his mama you. that's all this oh. needs your attention um i just thought was the book by the author casey davis no, that's a different one. That okay. is how to keep house while drowning. Do you want to come sit with me? Oh, right. Um, can we put a spice? Yeah, go ahead. But you can't come here and talk to me again, okay? Um, I just wanted to ask you a question, Rebecca. What yeah. advice would you give for a mom? Because you experienced the sleep deprivation, what advice would you give for a mom to help if they are in that place right now? And that was what I was going to talk about next. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. So yes, exhaustion is a mom thing. It totally is. If you're nursing, if you have a baby getting up at night, you know, all these things. And sometimes we have stages, spots in our life. Like, I don't know where you're at right now, Kristen, but I know you're, you're training pretty hard for this competition. Like there yes. are times when things get difficult and, and like we are exhausted, but I think we need to stop accepting exhaustion as the normal. I think that we need to stop saying that that's okay and saying yes to everyone around us to make sure everyone is happy and burning ourselves out. And I don't know about you, but especially as a mom, I want what's best for my kids and I want what's best for my husband and I want what's best for my friends. And I often do that and I sacrifice my own well-being. And I did this last weekend. So last weekend, I got called into work twice because people were sick. My husband was serving at our church all weekend long, and we were just exhausted. And we did not have a good Easter. And, and we, part of us not having a good Easter was because we didn't set those boundaries. So yes, we did 
we did the, uh, I did the work, he did the church thing. That's a part of our priorities, but there was a lot of stuff on there that we didn't have to do that we said yes to. And so as a mom, my first thing, when someone asks me to do something is, does it align with what I, the kind of person I want to be, what my family um, vision is? So if it takes away from uh, time with my kids, then it's probably a no. I have a certain amount of times during the week that are away from my kids' time. So if I can't fit it in there, it's going to have to be a no. Yeah. And, and the other one is if it's late at night, it's just a no for me because I value my sleep. Um, and so my number one thing would be like, say yes, if you need those friends to come in and energize you, that's absolutely yes. But if you have a newborn or a six month old and you're not sleeping, I'm sure there are other people that can volunteer where you're being asked to volunteer. If you're going to be sacrificing your mental health and your rest to help someone else, you need to ask yourself if that is actually a good use of your time. Because if you're not rested, you can't serve well. And so as a sleep deprived mom, what I started doing, you know, that line of just sleep when the baby sleeps. Well, what if your baby doesn't sleep? I don't know. Like I've always I said, had, no, that's laundry time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We, we've got this to-do list and, and it's like, well, if they do actually sleep, then I need to do this and this and this and this. And, and Chelsea, you brought up Casey Davis and what she says is do the things that tomorrow you need you to do. Does tomorrow you need you to label everything in your drawers? Probably not. But tomorrow you probably needs um, enough dishes to have breakfast tomorrow. Tomorrow you needs clean clothes. Do they have to be folded or dry cleaned or any of that? No, but they need to be clean, right? So she talks a lot about prioritizing what tomorrow you needs and being kind to you tomorrow. But in in the whole, so we've got like our to-do list and our, and our things that we need to do, but, but I want to talk about, I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place today. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I read this thing by Ariana Huffington and she has done a ton of work on burnout because she herself experienced it. And she, she said, you know, we're busy. We've got all these things going on. And, and sometimes I feel like, oh, I just need to get away for a weekend. Anybody else? Like you just want to get away and yeah. sleep and just, just not be responsible. Statistics say yep. you have to actually be gone for eight days before that actually that restfulness sinks in. Like for you wow. to actually calm down, get out of the rush mentality, catch up on sleep, eight days. So my husband and I don't book vacations longer, shorter than, than eight days anymore because we're like, well, we're not actually getting the rest, which may not be healthy because we're not getting away at all. But we've been pretty intentional about trying to get that 10 days. If you have the means to go on vacation and do that, make sure that you're doing that intentionally and, and doing it in a way that, that allows for rest. And so if you're a sleep deprived mom, you're like, I can't get away for 10 days right now. I can't, like I'm, I'm nursing, I've got, I've got a three-year-old, I've got kids in school. Like it's just not financially, we can't do that. And the one thing that Ariana, um, Ariana Huffington was recommending was 60 seconds of breathing and gratitude. So 60 seconds, a couple of times a day of intentional breathing and gratitude actually stops that stress cycle in your brain. 
So we're not saying drop your kids off for three hours, go to the spa, you know, go get a massage. All those things are great. But if that's not your reality right now, then 60 seconds. Take 60 seconds, breathe in. Think of things you're thankful for. And Kristen, when I was a regular at the gym, you did like a, a mindfulness stretching class for a while. And I yes. loved it. I think it was like 25 minutes and it was just stretching and breathing. And I always felt so calm after it seriously it felt like I'd had a therapy session and it was 25 minutes it was just checking in with your body and breathing and so even as a as a mom of three I don't often have 30 minutes these days as we're homeschooling but that's 60 seconds so honestly set a reminder on your phone three times a day to breathe for 60 seconds set that timer focus on that number going down if that's what you need to do and just breathe because you're helping your body you're being good to your body and your mind and it doesn't take a long time and it's just something small that you can use to kind of reset your day and then the other thing that i would recommend if you've got toddlers i would recommend a quiet time so it is absolutely failing on me today <laughs> but we started with just 10 minutes in their room, 10 minutes every day where they stayed in their room. They could have their toys, whatever, but there was no talking. There was no interacting with their siblings. It was 10 minutes. And you may have to start with five with your littles, but we've worked it up to an hour now. And most days they go into their room with a timer so they can see how much time they have and they play by themselves. And it's just a reset for them and for me. And I've been really intentional about that hour is not my time to get things done. That hour is for me to do something that's restorative to me. So sometimes it's a nap. I had a nap yesterday. It was wonderful. My body needed it. Sometimes it's reading. Sometimes it's scrolling Instagram, connecting with friends, but that's always, we, we write it in the calendar and it's our quiet time. And I think it doesn't matter what age your kids are, teaching them that also teaches them to slow down, take stock and be quiet. So we can give our kids those tools right now. When I started that, I had a two, four, and six-year-old, and we started with 10 minutes. Now my kids are four, six, and eight, and we're at an hour every day, and it's just good for all of us, and we actually look forward to it. Is that making sense? Yeah. Yes, no, it and is. I think as a mom, and when you're always going, even when you're not physically moving, your brain is always going and thinking about everything you need to do and get done, like we need that rest time. And that's when it's like, for me, it usually happens in the morning when I'm, if it's a daycare or school day, when I'm getting the kids where they need to go, when I'm driving, like I know how to drive a car. I've been doing it for so long now that it's like, I'm still focusing on driving, but I'm also like resting my body, my brain in that moment, thinking about things. Like if our morning was more stressful, then some other days it's like going through and it's like, okay, I probably could have handled that situation a little bit different. Like this morning I came up from my morning study and my son had a bag of tortillas, like all over, like, like the wraps all over the couch, but he just was hungry. And I got mad at him, but I'm like, he was hungry. So I'm like, why did I get mad at him for that? But it's like little things like that. And then I start to reflect on my my morning and then we talk about it on our way to wherever we're going so I think that's important too it's just like if you're tired and you're sleep deprived pretty sure you're not the mom that you want to be 
and you're going to overreact to certain situations. So it's like finding that balance between, is this a life or death situation? No. Was he hurting anything? Was he getting food all over the couch? No, they're wraps. Like it would not a big deal, but it's just, yeah, you have to outweigh that if you are a mom who is not getting great sleep mm-hmm. and it's yeah. prioritize your, your thoughts because it's like, now I like stressed myself out over that situation. I rate like my blood pressure was raised because I was frustrated, but it's like, he didn't come and bother me because he knows my study time is sacred and he just helped himself because he was hungry because there was no granola bars in the basket. <laughs> so it's like, note to self, make more like protein balls or something for him to have. Well, and I would recommend too, um, having those quiet times where you're not taking in because our brain needs to process everything that we've taken in for the day. That's why good sleep is really important. It's like your brain filing things away, right? And so I, at least one of the drives to preschool, the days I take is no radio and no, like looking at my phone, nothing is just quiet because it's giving your brain time to organize your thoughts and kind of file things away. And if we are constantly consuming, our brain doesn't have the time to do that. And so on the days when I'm really overwhelmed, I realize I've been looking at my phone a lot. You know, I've been overwhelmed. So I've been escaping because there's a whiny kid or it's just a lot. So I've been taking in TikToks or Instagram or even just reading articles and it's just too much. And I just need to go be quiet for a little while and just let my brain reset. And so I think that rest is not just about sleeping. It's about making sure you're taking those times for quiet because that's when your brain and your body can reset. And so um, I, I actually ask Kristen, what do you do in your daily life um, to help bring in some more rest? Because you talked well, about like going for... away. So it's like, yes, that's something you can always do every day, right? Well, you hear about people saying, I need to go for a walk to clear my mind, right? You go outside, you take a walk around the block, you get some fresh air, you feel better. That's not always an option. Sometimes it's terrible weather outside. Sometimes you're like me, you got a busy schedule where you have clients from five in the morning till seven o'clock at night and you don't have time to go do that and do all the other things you have to do. Um, My trick is I like to take a a pause breath in between my clients or in between my things. Pause breath. So I just kind of take a big breath. I'm good to go. And if I have more time, which I have to make time for every day anyways, I do a lot of cardio. I spend a lot of time on that stair mill. Anybody that comes into my gym sees me on there every day. Collectively, I clock in about 70 minutes a day because I'm in prep. This is not normal. I don't endorse this. Um, <laughs> it's not normal behavior, I promise. But that time where you're just kind of, you know, on the hamster wheel that I call the, the stair mill, your brain is doing nothing other than focusing on not falling on your face, which does happen if you really don't pay attention. Um, that's kind of my mindless time. That's where, you know, I can, I can watch Netflix or I could do nothing and just kind of focus on my breathing and focus on my steps and kind of reflect on my day. You know, that's kind of my get through the day sort of secret. I start my day out with that and I end the day with that. I love that. And Lewis Howes actually did a whole episode on breathing techniques for living mindfully and like being well 
Chelsea, I'll send you the link to put in the, in the show notes. Cause it was like life-changing for me. So he has one for like calming down. He's got a type of breathing for psyching yourself up. And I know for me, I often like in the day when, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. Somebody was up at night, then I start snapping easier. And so if I can just take that minute to go stop, breathe, sometimes I'll go lock myself in the bathroom. Other times go on the back porch, just take 20 seconds to just breathe and then move on with my day. Breathing is just so huge. And I'd love to do a whole, a whole talk on it, but, um, we, we, oh, need to wrap totally it up here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to wrap it up here, but I just want to encourage moms. Um, we get that this is exhausting. We get that we're all tired, but, um, take those 60 seconds, put a reminder in your phone, put your phone away. You know, the recommendation is two hours before your bedtime, like stop, um, or I'm not going to say stop. I want to empower you to start taking your power back, empower you to give your mind that time that it needs to filter through things so that you can have a better day tomorrow. So if we can do less consuming, more creating and more breathing, we're all going to feel more rested and restored and be able to parent and run our businesses and do podcasts and all of that much better. You don't have to go on a 10 day retreat to feel rested and restored. You can do these little things like taking 60 seconds to breathe and be grateful to reset your day and live well. That's kind of it for me. You have been here uh, for the Mindful Mama Talks. We're here every week to help you thrive and be the best mom you can be. And today we are telling you to breathe. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Mindful Mama Talks. We hope today's conversation left you with some tangible knowledge that you can take into your own life. If you enjoyed what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you know a fellow mama or friend who would resonate with this episode, pass it along. She will be so grateful. As we wrap up today, remember to approach the rest of your day with a mindful heart, a bit of humor, and the confidence that you're doing an amazing job, Mama. Sending you all the good vibes until our next episode. Take care, stay mindful, and thank you for being a part of our Mindful Mama community.